Last time on the Bestow Curse podcast, our heroes fought both surgeons and deathless acolytes of Ergothoa in the hidden temple below the hospice. As they journey deeper, will they be able to stop the plague bringers before the city above them collapses into chaos? The Cursed Campaign continues now. You guys tired of these easy combats? Trying a little fun to spice spice up this dungeon. No, I like these. I, I like <laughs> critting. I like hitting. Yeah, <laughs> gives me dopamine. Rolling the big numbers. I get to roll fifty damage against an enemy with an AC of nineteen. Sixty damage. <laughs> I'm fine with easy combats. Yeah. 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 Okay. I mean, that was like a lot of them, though. I mean, yeah, it's like. It's like fighting a bunch of... They don't even count for XP at level three. <laughs> so all this was for nothing? You get no XP for this one. Damn. Darn. Never should open this door. Should have fought him at level six. You get uh, some XP. Well, our mistake. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we got a swarm collar last episode, which begs the question. Yes. Would you rather fight a figgy-sized spider? Now, figgy is a medium creature now, so I'd say he's like about five feet long. Uh, or a hundred spider-sized figgies. I'm going to kick this one to you, Griff. What do you think my answer is going to be? I think it's going to be the figgies. 100%. Because you have arachnophobia. Absolutely. Yeah, I also think one big spider is terrifying. Now, I do think lots of little bites is less, potentially less scary, but also that's like a lot to do. See, so, so I think you're not factoring this fact in. What fact? Spiders have a very, very weak bite for the most part because their jaws and musculature doesn't support like biting like the jaws of a mammal do okay so figgy even scaled down to that size is going to have a much stronger more painful and damaging bite okay plus he is a badger that is true he's going to be tenacious and actually want to attack you terrifying uh and there's a hundred of them okay so it's basically like if like murderous hamsters, basically, is what is what we're talking here. Mm-hmm. Uh, like hamsters that could actually do a little damage. So my answer is going to be a figgy-sized spider because I actually think there's a reason spiders don't get that big is because they're you, the the way that like air fuels their like structure means that like they collapse under a certain amount of size. And so I don't think I don't actually think a five foot long wide spider would be very effective. It wouldn't mm. be as fast as a regular spider, and its like structure wouldn't work well. Plus, it's like one thing to kill. That's what my thing was as well, too, is like if you have a hundred little figgies, you're never gonna be confident that you can get each one of that them, right? All of them, yeah. They're you're they're you're gonna be haunted. It's like glitter in your house can be haunted they're by in the walls. That. Yeah. The figgies are in the walls. There's, for there's you. a lot of variables here, right? Like what type of spider? Exactly. Because right, right. Like it if, could be, if it's an envenomated spider, right, then, it, then it yeah, could be if if we're talking a hundred tarantula sized figgies, it's a very different conversation from a hundred figgies that are like the little jumping spiders okay. that are smaller than a dime. Well, well, think about it. Like a swarm is large. So a swarm is mm-hmm. 10 feet across, like a, a 10 foot, you know, 
a, a, a 10 by 10. So you got to fit a hundred into that standing on the ground. So I think, and I think they would take up the space. So I actually think they're like, you know, maybe a little smaller than your fist size. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that's fair, but, but also I, and I, I acknowledge your point about the spider not being able to breathe, but let's suspend some disbelief here because this, we, we, we must be talking in a fantasy environment or else you're right. This, it right, would just right, collapse. Yeah, it would collapse. I mean, I, it does not. Ch- I understand that it probably would be easier to kill that large spider than get the figgies, but I still don't want to see it. So I think <laughs> the I answer is unchanged. I think I'm biased because in my head, I'm like, oh, lots of little cuddly figgies, and that's not the case. <laughs> You're thinking about it. That's like a, <laughs> that is not the case. I'll befriend all of all hundred of these. <laughs> these these are my buds. They are not uh, in this scenario. In which case, that is uh, pretty terrifying. I don't I mean, know. Have you ever gotten in a fight with like a rat in New York? No. They're vicious. No. But you could step on that if it was like a rat mm. size. But a spider, if you don't have a weapon, where are you going to like try to punch through the exoskeleton? I think you could. Really? That's what I would argue. Yeah. Oh. I think with enough force, you'd definitely get through it. Hmm. Definitely if you could find a rock or something. And, and, what I would say is, like, if you had a weapon, you'd be far more effective against a spider than the figgy swarm. That's, that's true. Just, that's just swarmonomics. We, we know that about swarms, is that weapons don't work well against swarms. Right. So, like, yeah, you could, you could DDR your way to killing 10 of them, I guess. But once they get in your pants, like, you're, you're screwed. Once they start crawling up the mm-hmm. pant leg. Yeah, yeah. That's what you got worried about. You got them in you. They're in you. Then. Yeah, I do not like the idea of something crawling all over me. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And like badgers have claws too. God. Yeah, I think I think not thinking about them as cuddly little figgies uh, does change my personal opinion. <laughs> Just saying. I, I think I think it's actually a more scary proposition than than you give it credit for when it's like, oh, they're just. It's not the horse duck thing. Because both of those are inherently not really like dangerous animals, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like yeah. they're not—they're not actually actively trying to attack you. But what about the venom? Yeah, and and, it, and it's like what what kind of spider? Because if it's a, a media quote unquote, you know, mechanical medium sized black widow spider, like if it bites you, you're not just dead; you're like way dead. Yeah. <laughs> It it does depend on the spider, I think. Mm-hmm. I think that does play a, a, a factor. Because at that point, I mean, sure, if we, if it like gun to my head, if I actually had to make a decision, maybe I do take on the spider. If it's just like a common house spider blown up to a large size. But if it's a spider that could legitimately kill me, if its fangs touch me, no way. I'll take those figgies. Yeah, I'll get clawed up. I'll get bit. They're not going to kill me. That's no very true, because here's the thing. All right, so very recently, I have had someone uh, from my work who was actually out for about six weeks due to a spider bite on his back. Whoa. Um, yeah, so he got a spider bite on his back and uh, didn't think much of it because it was just a small spider bite and uh, ended up going on a work trip. And while he was there, he started feeling woozy and was not doing well. And he... he um, went back, they found out it, like it was actually eating away his skin. So he had to have a uh, like two inch by seven inch piece of his uh, back taken out. And it was about an inch and a half, like oh deep, like it was God. very, very oh. deep and massive. And so then he ha- was on like serious wound recovery. 
from what he believes was a just that's like skin graft spider. territory. Yeah. Oh, it was it was really bad. It was a like massive piece of his body, um, and it was just a like small bug bite. Yeah. So now uh, bump that up to the medium creature feet. side. You're taking like a tablespoon of that oh. venom. Yeah. Oh. Okay. It depends on the spider. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it, yeah, but like badgers in general, like if you get bit by any animal that gets infected, so actually much more likely from a mammal than from a spider. A spider has venom, but any mammal has a shitload of bacteria in their mouth. Like a spider doesn't have a salivating mouth. Look, I think there's certain that so, the so there, amount of venom. Yeah, I think kills it goes you. both ways. I think it goes both ways. You take five figgy bites, and uh, you better be on hardcore antibiotics. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. But your bones aren't gonna melt, which happens <laughs> in certain spider bites. My God, yeah, it'll be bad. Don't get me wrong. I mean, neither of these situations are good. Well, so 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 where I'm coming from is like, I mean, modern technology. It takes one gunshot to end the spider, right? Yeah. Okay, modern technology, yeah. But if I if I am on the street and run into this, oof, I don't know. They could follow you pretty much anywhere. The spider, they're good at climbing. Oh, true too. You get oh, ambushed. God. I don't think either of these is a win. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I think these both suck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're... Require. I think. Yeah. I think consensus is requires a little bit more thought on the, on the, on yeah. the premises. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Either way, I think. I think the game mechanics say that a swarm of figgies is incredibly dangerous. Yes. Yeah. As is yeah. a giant spider. I think game mechanics wise, both things are incredibly dangerous. Yeah, you're in trouble. Either way. Um, but I'm as, just as excited as to make the noise for the figgy swarm. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, we got a lot of dungeon to explore, so I think I think we better get back into it. And I'll get hero points. Yes, so there is a group hero point this time, so everybody is back at one. This hero point comes from Ellie, who says, hope when all else fails. Thank you. That's appreciated. We'll see how many failures we have. When last we left our heroes, they realized the situation in the glass zombie room, and that it wasn't actually going to hurt them. Uh, they decided to take the northward direction, seeing that there was some magic up there, and ran into basically a sleeping quarters for plague doctors and also some cultists of Ergothoa that were undead. They fought the group of them. A couple of bursts of harm were offset by some amazing crits, especially from Diego there completely burning one of the cultists uh, spell and everything. Uh, they found a couple of great items in the foot lockers in that room and then moved into the next room, a room that they had previously found the entrance to, but was trapped. This room contained what looked like an intake for the plague doctors themselves and had plague masks and a bunch of potions and salves that they were able to identify some of which are very powerful, such as the oil of speed. Now, with those items in hand, the party moves to the kind of the edge of the glass case room and has to decide what their next step is. So that's where we find you. Well, what do you think, folks? As far as I can see it, we have two more doors 
that we think there are no undead nor magic behind and a separate double door which has something behind it undead and burbly as well I think perhaps the two doors to the south may be a similar situation to the one we find ourselves in up north where they may connect to the same room could be empty maybe not but I think the way forward is the double doors and we don't want people surprising us from behind so perhaps we clean up the south first I'd agree and maybe we try to sneak directly into that uh, I guess lower half of the room and try to do what we can to surprise them despite the, the noise that'll be happening and the screaming corpses room. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way you think that is our best way forward let us go sounds good to me so you're going to attempt a stealth check yes okay uh, why don't you guys set yourselves up in here in case that stealth check fails okay should we uh, be positioned on both doors I think so okay I think who who is who is uh, is everyone good at stealth I think uh, Sylvie's trained I am also decent at stealth. I was just going to think, like, the two people best at stealth should be the ones at the doors, even if that means, like, Diego's very close behind if you're not good at stealth. I've got an 11 stealth. I have a 13. So not... not I also have a 13. I have a 4. Hooray. (laughs) We're chill in the back. (laughs) So, yeah. uh, Then, Chris, how do you think about backing Mira up? Because even Figgy has a 12. Yeah, I can... That sounds good. All right. So I'll go here, and then Vec, you want to be on? I'll be Team Sylvie. And let's put let's go ahead and put Geek oh, yeah. in next to Vec. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> yes. <And> help my <laughs> buddy <Yes>. out. <laughs> okay, so how are you guys coordinating this? I think uh, we look through this glass and try to like peek around the body that's there, and we do like a countdown, like a three, two, one, and then try and open the door stealthily together. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Okay. I'm gonna have my bow ready, though. I wonder. If we're gonna, gonna just trigger two separate counters at once. And you. Do we want to do one at a time then? Correct. I really think that there's gonna be some people in there. My, my own. I. Th- we're we're just really banking on that it's one room though is the only thing and if it's not and it's two separate groups of enemies yeah that's fair that's very that, true that could be so so bad yep let's do one and then if it seems like it's a connecting room you know make a signal or whatever for the other group yeah give the nod to the other team all right so then how about uh if we want uh sylvie because you have the best stealth you try and open it. Vec, you watch the door, give the signal yeah. to Mir, and then Mir will try and open her door stealthily if, like, you give the signal. Okay. 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 Uh, go ahead and roll me that stealth before you open the door. All right. <laughs> I'm nervous now. Ooh, okay. A 27. You open the door. Uh-oh. And the two people in the room immediately turn towards you. <gasps> Because while you see someone very familiar, uh, she's kind of like swinging her legs off of one of the operating tables. It's Justina Suspirio and a man in a like like a smock with these like gloves on and operating tools to the side looks up at you and smiles this crooked gray smile 
Well, if it ain't my father's killer, welcome to my lab. Lamb. It's the big one, guys. Oh, no. We're going to go ahead and roll for initiative. Did Holy I immediately shit. open the door based on the signal or no? No. That was your choice to make. But but also, does it look like, because I can only see a sliver, so I can't tell if this is one room or there's, there is a door or something. In the back, uh, I see a wall. You can't see the other door, but Sylvie can see a wall in the back. I can't um, see. Is there a wall immediately to the side? Because that'd be a very skinny room if they didn't connect, I guess. <laughs> Unfortunately, the part that Sylvie can see is a wall that looks like it would bisect the two yeah. rooms. Yeah, we can't take the chance. But I can't we see can't enough that, to though. know. Yeah, sure. I can't. Oh, goodness. Okay. Well, we're screwed. Okay. I'm going to use my stealth. Yeah, you can use your stealth. I forgot. I oh. didn't do my roll right. Let's, uh, okay. Everybody should be there. We go. in combat then. Good. High rolls. I rolled a seven for a 24. Got a 17 on the die for a 28. I'm reading the name. Is his name really R-O-L-T-H? I thought this Rolf. entire time you've Rolf. been saying Rolf. Like R-O-L-F. Oh, yeah, yeah. R-O-L-T-H. Wow. Yeah, I was I was Rolf with an F. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 I have never seen a name like that. I guess that's a fantasy setting for you, huh? Okay. Well, as we start the encounter here. Jolstina is the first to act, meeting Vex 31. And she's going to go ahead and, you know, because she's ahead of all of you in initiative, you are flat-footed to her. And she's going to attempt to hit Sylvie, who just, you know, opened the door. Yay. That is a 25 against your flat-footed. Should hit. Yep, it would hit either way. It is 17 points of damage. She'll shoot another arrow at you. At least I have her bow. Oh, oh sorry. You're flat-footed. Uh, so you're also going to take... Oh, no. Um, 10 points of sneak attack. And she hits you again uh, with a total of 25. Here comes another shot. That is uh, 18 Ouch. points of damage. And then 10 points of sneak attack. Oh. Just melting. Sylvie. Yeah, Sylvie is bleeding everywhere right now. This is rough. Uh, at least Vex clears close to Sylvie. <laughs> and going next. And then she's going to go ahead and toss shield on herself. That's her turn. It is Vex's turn next. What, what was that? That she, Was that a, uh, like a... a uh, bow and arrow that she got her with? Yes. yes. Okay. Uh, although it certainly does not look as magical as the one you took from her. It looks like she probably had to re-gear up down here. Gotcha. All right. So immediately Vec is just going to spring into action. Jostina, you're coming to justice this time. And he is going to immediately start his first action, first turn. Lay on hand, Sylvie. 28 points of static healing. You are also going to get a plus two to your AC until my next turn. You're also gaining a plus 10 foot status bonus to your speed um, if you're going anywhere. Now, Vec, I need you to go ahead and make me a fortitude save. 
Okay, what's the deal with this? Uh, as this door opens, this wave of stench Ugh. Uh, hits you. I actually need you to make two fortitude saves. Okay. Just roll on both of those that I threw in the chat. That is a dirty 20 and a 15. Okay. Uh, with the 15, you are sickened one. Okay. Uh, as the stench of what you now can see, you could just see the edge of it, of a carrion golem, hits oh, your no. nostrils. You smell Ugh. this rot, this roadkill nastiness, and it makes you kind of gag mm-hmm. for a second. Oof. Sickens kind of crappy. No good there. And I imagine as long as I'm in the stench, I probably doesn't go away, right? Unless yeah, I feel so, like the wretch or whatever. So um, while you're in the aura, 40 foot, 40 foot aura, so it kind of fills this room back behind you. Mm-hmm. While you're in the aura, you take a minus two to recover. Okay. Well, all right. So that is first action lays on hands. And then I think this is going to be, un- that's 28 points of damage. Really? Okay. Yes. <laughs> damage undone, then I think this is just going to be another combat where we're jammed up around this door, at least for now. So he is going to once again pump the staff down towards the ground and casts Bless so we have the five foot emanation around him. Okay. Diego, it's your turn. You can hear from across the room, Joel Stina! <laughs> Diego is going to cast Mirror Image on himself. Okay. So you see the phantom figures of other Shawanti warriors swirl around him in a confusing pattern. Then he is going to stride into the room. I'll go here and then decide where. Ah, uh, um. He will go. He's got five. I need you to uh, go ahead and make me a fortitude save. Of course. Uh, let me, I could toss it in there for you. Sure. Two, to be precise. So I have a ward against corruption that helps lend itself to this thing. Because it looks like it's it's toggled on for a disease effect or something like that. Uh, it does have the disease olfactory traits. Wonderful. 29. 29, you're good. Success. Here comes the other one. 24. 24, you're still good. So that's wonderful. So he is essentially 10 feet into this room, like the kind of the cusp uh, of it after past the hallway. So he's five feet in the room. There's a Kyrian Golem diagonally to his his right. There's another one 15 feet away in that same line. And then Justina and Rolth are 20, 30 feet down into the room. It's very, very ominous operating room. I'm, I'm sorry, Griff. Did you say that it was a disease effect? It is, but your other one failed by a couple. Okay, because that would have been a 17 instead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah if that doesn't do it, that doesn't do it. Still fail. Because, yeah, it's got the anti-plagues. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, if that's Diego's full turn, it is now Sylvie's turn after having two arrows just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sylvie was not feeling great until Vec gave her quite a bit of healing. She doesn't want to take all of those hits anymore, so she casts Blur on herself. Okay. So she is now concealed, and that was two actions, as now her image is shifting around. Can't quite tell where she's at. 
And with her final action, she does have some additional move speed right now. So she will move into the room and then she continues moving and she's going to attempt to tumble through the square of the uh, golem to get uh, right next to Jolstina. Oh, that is a fail. A one with a 19. So she, her, her action would stop. So she does not get to tumble through, but she moved up to the golem. Okay. It is Mir's turn. Okay. Mir cannot see anything. And so she is going to... I will say Sylvia and Diego can pretty clearly see now that the other room goes to the same place. Yep. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to like call that out. So I could open the door. Mm-hmm. But can I see Jolcina from that other door? Probably not. Could, no. So Mir is going to walk the full complement of her movement into uh, the front of that door and then she is going to aim at Jolstina um, with her own bow and attempt to attack her. Okay. And I am she's now gonna in the get, plus, right? uh, yeah. She's going to get cover uh, because you're shooting through Diego so plus one and she does have a shield up. Yeah I know I just I think she's the one I got a hit right now, so... So just don't take your bless bonus, and that'll mitigate the cover. Oh, I was putting bless on shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll take it back off. Because I can't toggle her. Well, I guess I maybe can toggle It's okay. Her it's cover. okay. I took it off. Um, so... There it is. I think cover and shield overlap, though. I think it's the same bonus. Oh, it's lesser cover. It's a plus one circumstance to AC, which is what shield also is. Ah, uh, yes. Nice. So I can take. You could take bless. bless. Her AC is accounting for shield. Okay. I will put bless back on. <laughs> All right. And now uh, let me attempt to strike. Let's see where I roll. Oh, only a four on the die. Uh, so I doubt that hits. So that sucks. <laughs> I want that bow back, by the way. You're not making great use of it. <laughs> All right. I'm going to try and hit her again. Sure. And then uh, Figgy, when he acts on his own, is going to run on over to uh, safety, which is Vec and Mir, since he's by himself. That's a 22. Yep. Big ol' miss. All right. And now Figgy act on his own to get over by Mir. Okay. This sucks. <laughs> I'm scared. Mm-hmm. All right, I need everyone in the doorway to make me a reflex save. Oh my god, I wasn't scrolled down all the way and didn't even see that he was so far down. Uh, oh. Oh man, this is a big room. Oh, oh man. So reflex save is a straight line. That is Diego Mir Vec, looks mm-hmm. like. Cool. Diego fails with an 18. Oh man, a natural one. Oh. It's so early in the session to use a hero point, but I can't crit fail this. I'll take so much freaking damage. Yeah. I gotta do it. I got a three on the die. Oh no. I know. We're all gonna fail, maybe. Uh, seven is a 19, which. Yep. Also fail. Yeah, which, oh. but, but it's not, not a crit. crit. Fail. It's not a crit fail. That's really important. That's very, very important. Okay, that's 30 points of electricity damage to each of you as a lightning bolt strikes out at the group. Then I think I'm just going to toss a shield on myself as well. 
It is now the superstitious carrying golem's turn. It is going to... Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Mir, I need you to make a two fortitude saves as well. Oh, okay. Here, I can throw them in the chat. Perfect, because Piggy will need to take them too, I'm guessing. Yep. Okay. Would the antidote... No, it's disease. This is disease. Perfect, because I also have stuff for that. Uh, first one is a 29. Second one is a 25. Okay. And then let's check Piggy. Piggy has a pretty good fort here, but we'll see. Natural 20. Yeah. <laughs> and... A 23. Okay, so all of this succeeds, so you are immune to both of the auras for one minute, and you are not sickened. But I think that takes care of everybody's oh, aura saves. I don't think Sylvie has done that yet. Okay, then I need two aura okay. saves from Sylvie, and then we'll be all set. And the anti-plague helps with this, because it's disease? Yes. All right. That is a 26 and oh, a 17. Okay, with a 17, you are sickened. Sickened one. Ah, yeah. Uh, and uh, as long as you're in this room, basically, and in the room beyond, uh, you're going to take a minus two to try and recover from that sickened. Okay. Because you're in the stench. And now it is the carrying golem in front of, like, right in front of Sylvie's turn. It's going to attempt a uh, Jaws strike on Sylvie. And Sylvie's form is extra misty. So it actually uh, is a DC six to target her since she's concealed. Okay. Ooh. So I'm going to roll to see if I hit you first. 30 would hit. Mm -hmm. So let's see if I actually do hit. That's a 15 yep. on the concealment. Uh, so I'm going to do some damage here. That is 21 points of damage. Oh. And I need a fortitude save. Uh, and is this also disease? There you go. Yes, it's a disease. I threw it in the ah, okay. chat. 18. No. Okay. Um, nothing happens right now. Hmm. Okay. Write three hours on your sheet. No. Whatever. We'll take care of it in three hours. You ever wanted to be a, a wear golem? <laughs> yeah, that's how that works. Uh, then it's going to go ahead and make a claw strike against Sylvie, I think, or attempt one. Uh, since it's not deterred by the blur, it made contact. And that's a 25 to hit, which would hit. So let me see if oh. I actually do. 14 on the concealment. Does that hit with the plus two to your AC from laying oh, hands? I forgot about that. No, it does not. Thank you. All right. Nice. Ooh. Thanks. 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 Yeah, we got to <laughs> stop getting hit, guys. Yes. <laughs> bad. Um, yeah, this is a little rough. And then it is going to step back to protect Jolstina. The next carrying golem is going to run up and attempt to attack Sylvie as well. You know what? She's going to, she needs to stay up. Let, take me, a nimble dodge let here. me check if nimble dodge would stack. Oh, with, um, with, is it a circumstance bonus? 
I'm checking that right now. I think it's the land of hands is a status. That's correct. Oh, okay. So they would stack. So I will nimble dodge. All right. 22 won't hit you. Wouldn't have either way. And then it is going to step back to defend Jostina as well. It is back at the top of the round. It's Jolstina's turn. Let's see. I think we're going to go ahead and attempt to intimidate Diego here. You can try. <laughs> that is a 30. You can succeed. Okay. <laughs> and then I'm going to take a shot at Diego. It is a 25. That would hit. I'm going to use a reaction to activate my bracers of missile deflection, which gives me a plus two circumstance bonus to AC, which would make that miss. Okay. Nice. And keep an image. I th- Wait, hang on. Um, I think maybe I still lose an image. Any attack that would hit you? If an attack roll fails to hit your AC, but doesn't critically fail, it destroys an image. Okay, so, so I still, lose, I still lose an image. And she's going to fire at you again. Natural 20. But we'll see if it hits an image. Uh, if it doesn't, it still hits you for damage. Dang. Okay. Um, so you have yeah. two images. So I'll roll a D6. A one or two will hit you. Yep. That's five. So it's going to regular oh, hit you, not critically. That's still, still good. Take that. And that's going to be 18 points of damage. Okay. Uh, and then her shield will toggle off because she no longer has maintained that. She intimidated. And it is Vex's turn. I might need to get up in this room because I can't see Sylvia at all. So I may need to duck in around the corner and like hide behind Diego. And that way I'll be able to basically see everybody and can just be hiding and healing. Now, there is a gap in between Diego and Mir, but we're still then in lightning bolt formation. Ah, true. So I think Vex is going to start moving up, and he's going to get into that little five-foot corridor between Mir and Diego. And now I'm pinging a, a thing on the map. Can I stand there, Griff? Or is the, it looks like there's crap in this space. That's a full-ass table, my friend. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't have seen that from around the corner, so I guess I'm just stuck where I am in prime lightning bolts. In boltables, boltable style. Unless... <laughs> I might be able to, you know, button some of that. Well, unless, because I only moved up 10 feet, then I can go back 50. Yeah, this works. This works. Vec Vec wants to get into the corner of the room hiding behind Diego. He moves up 10 feet to where he is behind Diego, but realizes the space that he wanted to get into is full of, as quoted by my GM, a full ass table. But when he got into that space, he was able to see Sylvie and saw where she was in the room. That means he now knows where she is. So he backs out and goes off to the side a little bit. Now he has line of sight to Sylvie, Diego, and is no longer in lightning bolt formation. So I move 25 feet, 10 forward, 15 back into the side. (laughs) It's stupid, but it works. So then... He's got a clear clear shot on Sylvie, and when he does, he casts a level three two-action heal spell on her. Thank you. 
And I think I will need concealment there yep, as well. Yeah, you got to roll concealment there. All right. Higher than a six. Higher than a six. Good thing I used my hero point here. God, I hope I roll higher than a six. That's a natural one. No. Ooh, no. Even, even with your human targeting thing, even that does with not work. Even with my human targeting. Even with your human friendly target thing. Work. So that is a spent third action heal. Yep. So uh, we're going to kiss 49 points of healing goodbye. Oh. Damn it. Oh. Ba, ba, ba. <sighs> Knew that'd come back to bite everybody. Enjoy your blur. Great. It has literally only caused me harm. Ugh. Let's hop on over to see what Diego's up to. <laughs> Diego is going to need to start threatening some of these ranged combatants here, so he is going to rage. Uh, these, uh, all these beds have patience in them. I know they're not like drawn on the map, but they're okay. Uh, difficult terrain. I would say you probably don't want to step on the person unless you want to like kill them. Stepping on them is going to kill them. I don't know. You're a 400 pound cat. Yeah, I'd say you, you can't even walk on that stuff. Yeah, I wouldn't imagine we you would want to walk on people. Okay, well, I will just climb around the room then because I'm raging and I can sudden charge. So I will climb around. Got 50, or 60 feet of movement, so you know, 5, 10, 15, 20. And then, sh- sure, I, I'll just... I, I want to get to here. So, you know, however much movement it takes me to get around there to threaten both of these folks, I'll do that. Sure, you're immediately sickened. Auto-sickened? Auto-sickened. You're in Rolsara. You're in Rolsara now, baby. No save. Goodness. Is that, if I leave the aura, am I, do I, am I not sickened anymore, or how does that, how does that work? Uh, yeah, if you get out of it, you're no longer sickened. Okay. I'll stay here. I'm not, Okay. Uh, and from there, I will make an attack out at Jolstina. 12 on the die goes to a 28. 28 hits. Okay. Uh, when I raged, I'm doing some negative uh, damage because I believe that's what hurts her. I have a low damage roll, 21 points of bludgeoning and negative. Okay. She takes that. That's my turn. Sylvie. Sylvie wants to get into a state of panache, so she moves up to one of the golems and she attempts to tumble through with that move action. That is a 26. You're good. Awesome. She tumbles through and uh, is now threatening Drillstina. Mm-hmm. Odds are she is not going to be able to trip. Drillstina, but she can, while in a state of panache, try to trip the golem that is now flat-footed to her since she tumbled through its square. Sure. She gets a plus one to this because... Oh, let me put her in a state of panache. Ooh. All right, here's that trip attempt. Oh, a 17. That is a critical fail. <sighs> so you go pro. Right. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. You didn't. You weren't doing Jostina. You were I was doing, not. You were I was doing, doing the. That. <laughs> okay. Uh, that is that is just a fail. Okay. Good. good. <laughs> Very sorry. I was like, ooh, that's really not good against her, dude. <laughs> oh, I know. That's specifically why I did not target her. Yeah. 
Okay, um, yes. Uh, so you don't trip it, but nothing bad happens to you. All right. Well, final action. Let me at least try to attack it. We need to do something. So she's going to use her finisher here. Okay. What weapon are you using? This is this is the striking, disrupting rapier. So if this counts as undead, it does not count. Ah. Uh, but uh, what what type of damage do you do? Oh, this is piercing. Okay, go ahead. And attacking at map. That is a 20. Oh, yeah, it's just a hit. Woo, okay. I'm going to roll that damage with the finisher. 30 points of damage, but six of that is positive. Okay, let's see what it actually makes me take. Perfect. It applied everything. Oh, it doesn't take as much damage as I think it should. Uh, so yeah, you, yeah. You, you poke into it and it doesn't seem to do as much damage as you thought it did. However, it's still a huge chunk of damage, but none of that positive goes through and uh, and even some of your regular damage doesn't seem to. Mm, okay. Mirror. Mirror uses the plants and tries to take plants and pull them up from the ground uh, in order to cause a rose bush to sprout from the chest of Jolstina. This is called Bursting Bloom. Okay. So I'm going to cast this, and I will need a fortitude save. I'm trying to get an entire rose bush to grow out of your chest and then wrap you up in some vines. That is a 28. It's a success, so you'll only take half damage and no persistent damage, but it's 66 piercing, so at least you'll get some damage here. So you'll take half of this 21. Okay. I needed, I wanted to use it. Well, it's giving me half the bleed, and I (laughs) don't take the bleed, right? No, you don't take the bleed. You'll probably just want to undo that. So unfortunately, that was one of my, like, level four spells. I just was trying to get what I could there. And then I do think I'm going to use my next action to get inside of this room, I think. Okay. Um, uh, although I'd like to command Figgy to go up and, and gnaw on this golem. Mm-hmm. I think I'll do that. I'm going to command Figgy to go up and gnaw on the golem. Okay. I am hesitant as I do know this... Uh, means I'm still in a line with Diego, but I want Figgy to get in there and start attacking as well. Um, so on the golem, and although I just, I what heard about was that that's piercing that we were worried about? It did not all Nothing go through. Piercing didn't seem to all go through. The rapier didn't seem to do as much damage as you thought. What are jaws? Are jaws piercing? Yeah, I think so. If you can get five feet over, you could be flanking with Sylvie. I don't know if you got the move. I do actually do have five feet to do that. So I guess I can I can definitely do that. And then I'll hit the same one that she tried to hit. Claws, I believe, are slashing, though. So I will try claws. Okay. Usually I do claws second, only because they are agile. And so they're, like, better. All right. 25. Yes, that's a hit. All right. Ooh. And I got 14 points of slashing damage. That seems to cut right through the flesh. Nice. All right. All right. Good to know. Yes. Good to know. All right. And that is everything I think I can do. All right. Great. It is Rolf's turn. Okay. 
Okay. Here's what we're going to do. He's going to go ahead and cast shield on himself again to re-up the shield. Um, and then this will provoke. He's going to cast a spell at Diego, a touch spell. He's uh, attempting to touch your armor. Okay. Do I want to take this attack to get it off, or do I want to keep pressuring Jolstina? The thing you did was last round, right? Your Was that your reaction? Um, yeah, I, I, bo- I took my turn your, before yes, that, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm just going to take my attack of opportunity to, just to get a chance to, because okay. getting damage off is important. That is a 25 to hit. 25 does not hit. Ah. Uh, and I need you to go ahead and make me a reflex save. Okay. 27. 27 is a success. So for one minute, every round, your armor is going to be dealing 2d6 negative energy damage to you. Oh my gosh. This is the spell Necrotic Radiation. Good lord. Uh, So let's get a little damage there. It's like for the first time, it's going to be six points of damage. Um, And we'll take it from there. Uh, I think, let's see. Uh, Any creatures ending its turn holding or carrying the object take 2d6 negative damage. If you cast a spell on an area, any creature ending its turn in the area takes 2d6 negative damage. Okay, so I cast it on the item. So until you can doff your armor, you'll be taking 2d6 negative damage. Yeah. Jesus. Every round as he necrotically radiates you. So that'll happen on your turn, then. That six points of damage, that'll happen on your turn. Gotcha. It's not, it's like persistent. I okay. didn't realize. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this this seems like something that mirror image wouldn't affect as well, too. Because it's not like a like a, a targeted, like, AC attack. Right. Well, I, yeah, I would think it didn't require me an attack roll to yeah, hit you. Yeah, It just requires a reflex save. It even says in the reflex save, like, what you were able to do to mitigate me fully touching you. Yeah. So yeah. I think that would be, I think like mirror image wouldn't come into play here. Okay. Sounds good. Um, again, you can, you could let me know if I'm wrong. If mirror image no, has anything, no, that sounds right. Yeah. Anything outside of like a, an attack roll that it impacts. Uh, but that is his whole turn. Goodness. And it is now the superstitious carrying golem. Yeah. We're not going to step on the beds. Um, so he is going to. These guys aren't super smart. Uh, don't really know what their enemies are capable of. This one is going to move into a flank to flank Sylvie, which w- or to flank Figgy, which will provoke from Sylvie. Jolstina is going to go before uh, Sylvie goes again, so she is actually going to hold off and smart. save that reaction for Jolstina. Okay. Uh, then the carrying golem moves and is now going to attack a flat-footed Figgy. Okay. That is a 26 to hit. Uh, that'll hit. Dealing 17 points of damage. Yep. And I need Figgy to go ahead and make me a fortitude save here. Okay. Three. Put three hours on your sheet. Okay. Nothing seems to happen right now. Mm. Uh, is now going to attack with a claw. Natural one. Yay. Big old miss. Oh, good. Against the fig. So one hit, one miss. Phil fever? Who knows? I don't. I don't. I have no idea if there's a Phil fever there. Mm. I mean, what could three hours possibly mean? 
The other carrying golem is going to step into a flank with Sylvie here and is going to target Sylvie, who is now flat-footed to it. And we'll see if it can hit, uh, because we got blur and all kinds of craziness going on. So it's not going to hit on the first attack, I don't believe. Oh, it, well, well flat-footed, flat-footed. yeah. Yes, so now I'll roll to see if I actually do hit you. Because that plus two to AC was only one round. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, three, he misses you because of the blur. (gasps) Yes. Good from the blur. (laughs) Good. And is going to attempt to claw at you and will miss outright with a 15 total. Mm. It is now Jolstina's turn. She's going to... I mean, technically, a bow is one-handed unless you use it. So she's going to quick draw her war razor in the other hand and attack Sylvie. Quick draw is a manipulate action. So that'll provoke. <gasps> yes. Okay. Sylvie will attack. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and nimble dodge just for shits. Uh, dodge on dodge action. So go ahead and make your attack against me. A 33. Is a hit. Yes. All right. I will nice. take it not going to be a ton of damage. 15, but one of those is positive. All right. So she takes some damage and then she's going to attack at you against your flat-footed. That'll be a 29 to hit. Let's see if she actually does hit. That would if you can find her actual Find you. That's <laughs> uh, oh, 18 yep. on the... So, so close to the four. We're going to do... Oh, 18 plus, because she's flanking now, so she gets her sneak attack. Plus another eight. And then she will attack Sylvie once more. This is not going to end well. That is a 27 to hit. Yep. Let's see if she actually finds her target. No! 13, she does. Oh. Sylvie's going down. That is 15 points of regular damage and... Sylvie's unconscious. Six more points of slashing. Oh, wait. Um, actually, maybe not. Oh, she's not. Up by a little wow, bit. Wow, okay. Uh, it was... The health bar was hiding behind all of her <laughs> different oh, conditions. <laughs> uh, well, I do have a third <laughs> action, so I'm going to take a third attack at Sylvie. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. Ooh, and it's a miss with a three on the die. Thank Christ. So swing, swing, swing. Uh, She finds her target twice in the blur, just seemingly unfazed by uh, your magics. And it is now Vex's turn. Sylvie is uh, almost dead on her feet. And I could pump a shit ton of healing into her, but I have to hit the flat check. You have to do it. So I, I, but I think that's my only choice right now. Everybody's kind of hurt. If you look around the board, I'm seeing folks at or around 50, 60%. Sylvie is like 5%. So it's, this really could just be a, another huge waste of a, a big level spell, but I, th- I think I'm going to bump this up to a level four heal, try and target her. Not even going to roll the healing first. I'm just going to see what happens. And he is far enough away at this point that he does need to spend the extra action for the reach spell. All So this is all three of his actions. Okay. 
on his turn to try and affect her with one of his most powerful spells he has. I just need to roll high. 13 on the die. Yes. Thank goodness. Oh my gosh. Okay. Do you have that? Okay. what is it, the glo- the are there mercy gloves or something that like doubles? Mask them? of mercy. I'm I'm hanging on to that for now. Okay, that's okay. that's gonna be my last big thing. Gotcha. So I gotta do a little math here because I rolled these all separate and I don't wanna miss anything here. Alright. So the the winds that whip about him when his curse is in effect start spiraling up and this golden energy coalesces around him. It focuses down into his hands and this beam shoots through this little corridor across the room into Sylvie, healing her 73 points of damage. Whoa! What? His healing halo immediately kicks in, pulsing another three points of healing. So 76 total. Healing halo doesn't have range, does it? It does not. Wow. I said that very confident. You did. <laughs> I'm going to check. <laughs> no, you're right. It is 30 feet. So take away okay. that three, but I didn't burn it on you. That's amazing. Thank you so much. <sighs> yeah, you got it. Oh. You got it. That's that's my job. But that is his entire turn. Wow. Okay. Diego sickened and in the face of Rolf and Jolstina. Yes. Really just kind of like near the group. Do I know, like, wh- when I got sickened by Rolf, was that five feet away from him, ten feet away from him, when I first, like, felt that sickened? Uh, you think it was, like, once you got next to him, you really started, like, smelling this, like, this scent of just, like, embalming and all of that stuff, but, like, yeah. amplified. Somebody that works with corpses of various stages of decay all day, that smell hit you, plus all the chemicals he operates with is just an immediate sick and while you're while you can like smell his BO basically because uh, sticking on him is great to, to hinder him you know maybe attack against like the stuff he's casting but if I just move five feet up I will be flanking Jolstina with Sylvie and presumably out of the sickened aura which I think is a big benefit yep remember we're not using the beds as viable spaces oh that's okay. why I didn't flank you okay um, Sylvie can yeah. move to flank Jolstina with you. Yes, Diego's going to delay. Okay, so Diego delays until it's Sylvie's turn. Yes, that's the way long. And yeah. uh, Sylvie acts. Yes, yeah, so Sylvie is going to move to break the flank. So she moves up to Figgy's right, she moves right below Figgy. Then she will attempt to tumble through the golem's square that was flanking her. Mm-hmm. Oh, a 20. A 20 is successful against the golem. Yes. All right. So Sylvie nice. is back into a state of panache, but she ends up back in the same square that she started in. And now she is going to attack Jolstina with her confident finisher, stabbing out with her rapier after she twirls her cape to... Uh, distract Jostina a little bit. Okay. I cannot nimble dodge because I used it on my turn. Oh. Big old miss. But it will still do some damage. Three on the die for an 18. Um, I'm... Oh, okay. So just take half of this. So it's 3d6 and then you'll take half. Okay. So 10 damage, so 5. 
All right, she takes five damage. And then Sylvie has one more action, and she really needs to not take any more hits. So the bonus that Sylvie has to her AC right now from... Uh, does Sylvie get that bonus to AC like she did before? No, no that was different. Just, okay. Yeah, just lay yeah. out hands. Sylvie will cast shield on herself to give herself a little boost to her AC. Awesome. Now it is Diego's turn. Diego looms large over Jolstina saying, if you think you're making it out alive this time, you're dead wrong. Comes an intimidate check. Uh, not great. That was a 23 against her will, DC. No. Okay. Time to try to hit with the maul. Second, but flanking with Sylvie. Yep. 15 on the die goes to a 31. 31 hits. Right. We're looking at 28 points of bludgeoning and negative damage. Well done. Then I don't think I have a good chance of hitting her on a second swing. I think I might turn that over to Rolf. Is his shield still active? Yep, he cast it at the start of his last turn. So, well, no, you know what? I'm I'm still flanking Jolstina, so she's she has she's debuffed. So I really should just attack her again. So that's what I'll do. Nineteen on the die, plus eleven goes to a thirty. Thirty hits. Hell yeah, yes. baby. Two hits against Jostina round. That's about as good as I can do. Uh, and a big hit here. 12 on one of my D12s for 31 Ooh. points of bludgeoning and negative damage. Nice. That is... I'm happy with that turn. That's good. Mirror is up. I just don't like the positioning for a lot of the spells that I've got. So, get a double check one more just to make sure... Yeah, I, I think I'm going to be, uh, I don't like love the placement. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to spend my first action to move up 10 feet to be inside the room and actually see everything in the room, which is good because I lost sight of Figgy. Did not like that. Was uncomfortable. And then from there, oh, oh gosh. <laughs> from there, I do think I'm going to go ahead and target uh, Jolstina as well. Just want to try and take her out as she does do big damage. And then I want to focus on Lamb because he's also doing massive damage and he scares me a lot uh, at this point. But I think I'm going to go ahead and try and shoot her with the bow. And it looks like he might still have the bless effect. On yeah, it. I know. Yeah. I've got to take that off. I was just doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Scatterscree can put in some work here too with the whole difficult terrain thing as well. Well, she hasn't really been moving much. Like That's true. Yeah. But she's flanked, so she probably will. She probably will now. If I, I can't move Scatterscree and do anything... Mm, yeah, yeah, you're so right. So I would like right. to attempt to at least try and hit. Um, and I, I want Figgy to attack twice. So uh, I'm now going to command Figgy to uh, attack twice on the carrion golem that he has down there next to him. And the part of the reason I want him to be attacking twice is it is slashing damage, and not a lot of us do slashing damage. Yep. Mm-hmm. So bow missed, and now... Oh, uh, uh, yeah, Bo missed. Yeah. Sorry, I, I only got a 19. I knew that miss, so <laughs> I just moved on. <laughs> but my first hit on the carrying golem is a 23. That hits. Okay. Nice. So we'll roll the damage there, and that's going to be nine points of uh, slashing damage. All right. And then I'm going to try and hit again. It's going to be 12 on the die for 20. That also hits. Awesome. All right. I also just realized I forgot to take my negative damage from the uh, 
yes, the necrotic take six. Thing, so. That's what I rolled the first time. Gotcha. And then I got another nine points of damage from Figgy uh, directly to the golem. And now Mir's at least in the room, and if there is better spell casting uh, space, she's ready for it. Okay. Rolf is going to take a five-foot step back. He is going to, as a free action, drain his bonded item, which is his key dagger that you see in his hand. Wizard. And he's going to lightning bolt again. Absolute jerk. Okay. I was just trying to get out of the way. I am going to use my cat's luck because I rolled a 14, which is a critical failure. I'm assuming this is myself and Diego, right? Uh, you already used your cat's luck today. Did I? You used it on the door. Oh, no. Then I'm going to use my hero point. <clears throat> I also failed. Let me just uh, see. I got a three on the die. I know that's oh, good. 19 on the die for a 29. Good use of the hero point. Yeah, I guess I'm... What's the other roll? I don't know. Are, are you clicked into me? No. You did a hero point, right? Yeah, it's the re- it's the re-roll of the 14 to the 19. But there's another block. Yeah, someone... Yeah. You, that's weird. Maybe did you have cat's luck clicked on? No, it's just an action that I put in. Um, but the, the 19 on the die is my result. Okay, well, I failed. All right, that is Yikes. 39 points. Oh my gosh. Of electricity Take damage. 19 points of damage. Oh man, that actually came very that's like mirror is drained. I mm-hmm. I did not expect it to be so high. You rolled like a lot of 10s. Yeah. Yep. 3 10s and an 8, right? Or I don't know, an 11. Yeah, that's and a an lot. Eight. It is the superstitious carrying golem's turn. I think it makes sense to keep going after it's flanked prey. Or no, he's not flanking anymore. Never mind. Sylvia's there. She's not going to help him. But Figgy has done a ton of damage to it, so it is going to attack Figgy. It's 24 to hit. Hits. That is 12 damage. Figgy already has fill fever, so... Let's not worry about that. Filthy. Okay. He's going to take a claw attack at Figster. There's only a 19, which That's won't hit. And then, uh, man, I think we're just gonna, I think we're just gonna swing for the fences here, because <laughs> there we go, 18 on the die. Oh, that'll hit for another 10 points of damage. Okay. It is now the. Somber carrying Gollum's turn. It's going to just take one step closer to Jolstina and then uh, go ahead and attack at Sylvie. Frustrated by the fact that she seems to be fully healed. That healing was so impressive, by the way. I double checked checked my own health because I was like, 73? How does that not get her to full? Because mine is only, my total is 70. Ah. Yeah, I have 99. So the creature. Yeah. Wow. The creature misses you with a bite, but then would hit with a claw. Let's see if I can make it past your concealment here. That's a 13, so it does. And you take 11 points of damage. As it slashes your shin. This golem's got pre- prescription glasses on to see through the blur. 
Justine is going to take a diagonal step back. No. Ah. Is going to sheathe her war razor because she has, you know, war razor and bow, one in each hand, but can't use the bow right now because of the war razor. Uh, and then is going to fire at Mir. Lovely. This will put me down. That is a 32 to hit. That hits. Okay. That's going to be 14 points of damage. And Mir's down. Ah. And Mir hits the ground. I told you I'd get my bow back. Vec, it is your turn. Luckily, Mir was kind enough to die in front of Vec, so he can see her. <laughs> which means that he is going to uh, see her like bleeding on the ground. He's going to shout, no way, no how. We're finishing this, Mir. Get back up. And I'm going to use a level three heal spell on her. I'm still saving my level four. I think we're going to get to a point where I need to put someone fully back up. But I still have a couple threes, and those are chunky enough. Um, So, oh, crap. I did not roll good on this. But you're within 30 feet, so I can reaction healer's halo. That is going to be 38 points of healing. And then the healer's halo poses for an additional two. So 40 total. 40 total, okay. Then with one action left, he's gonna shout into the room. You still in there, Rolf? Cause if you are, we're coming in with the full might of the last Aslanti behind us, and we're gonna get ya. And I'm using a skill feat called Evangelize. Now the range on this is just here. He just has to be able to hear me. And I'm making a diplomacy check against his will DC. Okay. Oh boy, I rolled so bad on this. It's not happening with a 23. Yeah, that's that's no good. No, so he's uh, immune to this effect, but it's not like there's an actual failure condition. He's just unaffected. But he would have been stupefied, which means Ooh, he could have failed yeah. the spell. Anyway, that's uh, the entirety of my turn. Okay, Sylvie. Oh, Sylvie does not want to let Jolstina get up to Mir, and there are a few beds in between them. Sylvie is going to take an interesting path here. Let me count this out. Let me guess. You're going to tumble through one of the golems to get Panache easy, and then diagonally <laughs> step back in front of Jolstina to attack her. Is that right? Uh, yes. She's going to attempt to uh, get up by uh, right next to Figgy in between uh, Figgy and Mir to stop Drillstina, at least give a little bit of a roadblock uh, to going up this to is Mir the way. to grab the bow if I can get through this golem. Yes, let's see. A 22. You make it through the golem. Yes. Wow, <laughs> we did it. <laughs> All right. Now Sylvie is in a state of panache. To no one's surprise, she is going to attack at Jolstina and use her confident finisher. All right. I'm going to go ahead and nimble dodge this. Ugh. Turned it into a crit fail. I wonder if... uh, I think it's... If only only I had my reaction and I was a swashbuck. Ah, yes. (laughs) Uh, But unfortunately, Sylvie doesn't do damage. She still loses her panache. Oh, no damage on a crit fail. I, it's just the failure condition. It doesn't mention anything about crit fail, so. Save myself a little bit of damage mm-hmm. then, perf. Oh, and then with her final action, 
Sylvie will put up another shield because she wants to protect herself as much as possible. Sure. Diego. Oh, gosh. Target-rich environment here. <laughs> Not a lot of good places to get flanking bonuses easy. Part of me just wants to keep harrying Rolf. Another part of me wants to keep... Like, Jolstina, I think we need the most damage on because she's already hurt. Like, if I attack Rolf right now, even if I hit twice, he's not going down. He's, you know, because we haven't really damaged him that much. But I feel like if I'm successful on Jolstina enough, I we might be able to down her if I get two hits off that good are good. Good point, yeah. Yeah. I want you up in the caster's face, but I think it just makes too much sense to... Yeah. To, to go after her. I think that's the right call. Yep. So I will step here. So I'm adjacent to a carrion golem, but I am diagonal to Jolstina. Sylvie's 10 feet uh, north of me. And I am just going to try to swing twice at her. Um, okay. I'm no longer sickened, right? Shouldn't be- uh, yeah, you succeeded against the regular R in the room, so you should be good. Okay. Right. Uh, nine on the die for a 26 to hit. 26 beats beats. <gasps> oh, yes. thank Lord. goodness. Decent damage, 25 points of bludgeoning and negative. Let me try to connect again. 15 on the die goes to a 27. <gasps> yes! 27 hits. Yes. Um, okay. Awesome, awesome, this awesome. Is, this is the ideal uh, circumstance outside of like, outside of crits. Yeah, click damage. Ooh. Oh, this is a chunky hit. I got a 12 and a 10 on my D10, uh, D12s. 36 points of bludgeoning and negative damage as my maul just connects with Justina's back. So good. And she drops. <gasps> yes! Well done. Oh my gosh, that was We so needed good. that. So okay. A good turn. So it is Rolf's turn who, enraged by uh, you taking his girlfriend down. Do you want to deal your uh, necrotic damage to me as well, too? Sure. The 2d10? 2d6? I keep forgetting that. It's going to be 10 points of necrotic damage. Then I'm going to go ahead and need you to make me a will save. Oh, no. (laughs) Fail. Six on the die for an 18. Yes. Big old fail here against... You're a good old phantasmal killer. Oh, <laughs> we've seen this before. So you're going to take 32 points of damage and you are frightened too. Deco is rocked by the images of, I guess, plague-strewn victims sweeping the city. He is, he is severely hurt. Oh boy. Not good. Just going to go ahead and move to the back of the room so it takes some of you some time to get to me. Gosh, damn it. It is the Carrying Golem's turn. First, the Superstitious One is going to attack twice. Well, we'll see how many times. Is going to continue its onslaught against Figgy. Okay. Figgy just enrages it so. A little worried for Figgy now. 25 points of damage. No, not 25 points Sorry, no, 25 to hit. That hits. <laughs> for 24 points of damage. Damn it. <laughs> Another attack coming. Okay. 24 to hit. That will hit. Eight points of damage. Okay. And then 
it will step to the side. Wait, hold up. Figgy's the only friendly that I cannot see from my current spot. Figgy is at exactly zero. So Figgy goes unconscious. Ah. Figgy is dying now. Yep. The next carrying golem is going to attack at Diego. This could be bad. Soul fight seems bad. <laughs> I believe that's a miss with a 20. Yes. Oh. Even frightened too. Uh, then it's going to continue attacking uh, and miss with an 18. Oh my gosh. The final attack is a 19, which will also miss. Oh, Very that's lucky. That's so good. Diego's just dodging these, these claws left and right. Filthy, filthy claws. And now it is Mir's turn, who is uh, prone and on the ground, and right, and weaponless. Yep, all of that uh, from what she had, which was that bow, still on the ground. Mir's gonna cast a, a two-action heal animal on Figgy as my focus spell, because Figgy is currently dying. Okay, and that's scary. Um, so with that in mind. Should be 55 points of healing, which is huge for him. Big. Um, that's great. Okay. Well, don't know why I took that. That sucks. Um, we'll get it on Figgy. <laughs> All right. So Figgy has been healed for 55 points. Awesome. That means that he is now wounded. Prone, conscious. Yes. Oh, thank goodness. That scares me. All right. So that's two actions. <laughs> My last action. I honestly think my last action might be to pick up that bow and be ready to actually fire it next time. And then Figgy now absolutely furious. Cause I think, I don't think I can, I can't pick up and stand up, right? Right. So Figgy only has one action. So, I mean, if I attack from the ground, how bad is that? I don't, I don't remember to be. Minus two. Yeah. Well, Figgy's pretty angry. I think he might claw out at this uh, golem. Okay. And it's 16 on the die for 26. Yeah. Six hits. All right. You've cornered an animal. And that's 10 points of damage, all slashing, so I know it cuts through. That was, I think that is my entire turn. That's everything that Mir and Figgy can do. Okay. It's now Vex's turn. Vex sees his boy on the front lines, almost dead. Diego is a giant battery of HP, and that battery is almost depleted. Mm -hmm. So um, this is this is the big one. So Vec channels everything he's got as far as healing as hard as he can. Uh, this is level four spell heal. Um, I do need to use the reach spell. No, you don't. Feet. Is that you got Gaken right there? Gaken's right there. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> This is of his course. whole purpose. He can't move. He can't do anything. He's only a, he's a, a healing node. This is all he does. He's literally an extension wow. cord, Vic. Yeah, he's wow. an extension cord. For that battery that you're charging. Imagine what I will do with my extra <laughs> action. All right. Well, he does push the Mask of Mercy up to his face Woo! to roll twice on these D12s and take the better. So just bear with me for a second as I roll a bunch of dice and do a bunch of math. Oh, I'll, I'll bear down for this. 
Yeah, bear down for mid-turds. <laughs> Beck and Diego, the two approaches to if you want to roll D12s. Yes. And together, an unstoppable <laughs> D12 engine. <laughs> All right, that is going to be 68 points of healing. I'll take it. And then, hey, because Gakin is within 30 feet, the healing halo pulses. Two more points of healing. And then with one final action, who do I got within 30 feet? That looks like that could be Mir. That looks like it could be Sylvie. Sylvie's about to go next, so he's going to toss a guidance Sylvie's way. Oh, thank you. Very neat. Of course. And that is the turn. Sylvie, you're up. Sylvie looks down at Rolf at the very back corner of the room, and she calls out to him, you can run from us no more. And the gem in her tactician's helm glows as she uses the charge in it to stride twice. And with that second stride, she will attempt to uh, tumble through Ralph's square, ending up okay. right next to him. You're immediately sickened. Okay. Uh, Which takes effect before the tumble. So she is already sickened one. Does that stack? Then you get okay. it's just sickened okay. one. Yeah. All right. The tumble through... A 26. A 26 fails. Ah. So that was one action. She will attempt to tumble through again. Okay. Uh, even worse, a 24 this time. With her last action, uh. she is just going to attack. Okay. Don't forget to use your guidance if you have it. Yes, yet. she will use it hold here. On to it. I really wanted to use it for the finisher, but I can't. So throwing yeah. the guidance on here for the attack. Oh, and even with the guidance, it's only a 21. Yep. Ain't gonna do Ugh. it. And that's it. Okay. Diego. Okay. Seeing that Sylvie has Rolf locked down, which is good because Diego's a little frightened of him right now. Uh, Diego's going to turn his attention onto the carrion golem next to him. He's going to bear down... Oh. We've encountered carrying golems before, and I'm sure we've tried to demoralize them. Are they immune to that? That's something we would know. Okay. So if that's the case... Oh, hey, do either of these look like Mir's mom? <laughs> oh. <No. laughs> that's good. Okay, good, good, good. I didn't hear him describe any green. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember if they have attacks. So, uh, it doesn't matter. You know what? Just roll for the fences here to try to hit a bunch of times. So here comes the first attack. Uh... 19 to hit or the die. Nope. Okay. Here comes the next one. 12 to hit. Okay. Die. You usually roll really well. I'm looking for a good roll. 12 on the die for a 17 is also going to miss. Yes. So Diego is just swinging wildly. Swing, swing, swing. Let's frighten Tex. That's good. Chris, we're supposed to be a team. I heal you, you hurt people. <laughs> I'm doing my part, man. Come on. There's an inequality here that I've created. The distribution of hit points has been uh, has been uh, misaligned. Let's see. Sylvie, you can go ahead and take an attack of opportunity. Yes. Good. Go ahead. He's casting a spell. A 29? 29 is a hit, so we'll do Ooh. damage. However, it won't disrupt the spell. It's something. Good. Yeah. Uh, 
That is 15 points of damage uh, plus Ugh. six positive energy. He's moving. Uh, you see Rolf shift out of this dimension. Create a door. Vec, you see like this ethereal door open in front of you that Rolf steps out of and he sneers at you. Well, you're the reason everyone in there isn't dead, huh? I guess I'm gonna have to put you in the ground. <gasps> no. Guilty is charged, my man. Let's see what you got. And then as his final action, he will... Let me make sure Dimension Door doesn't have the, like, thing. It doesn't... So in first edition, every time you did that, you lost... Stop. You couldn't do stuff at the end of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's not the case for... Um, for Dimension Door in 2E, so oh. he's going to attack at Vec with his key dagger. Ooh! And I still sickened from his carrying guys from a while ago. That is a 34. Certainly hits. Ah, oh, so close to a crit, too. Thankfully, it's not. Wait, 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 wait. That is a crit, though, because. I don't think I'm sickened on my foundry sheet and my AC is currently a 24. So you All right. do. Oh, so no. here's what happens. You're going to take uh, double that 13. So you're going to take 24 damage and because of a rune on his weapon. Okay. So you're going to take persistent bleed and a five foot status penalty to your speed as long as you have the bleed. Okay. Speaking of persistent damages... I need to, I need more necrotic damage. So Diego, you're gonna take nine more necrotic damage. Vec, uh, do you know how you apply persistent damage? Uh, no. There is a. So I'm working on a little cobbled together weapon here. There, <laughs> there was a macro for it. Um, I have no idea how to turn it on like natively though. Just like by itself. Working with a weapon that's got like. Not real. Yeah. Well, so like normally he wouldn't have the crit specialization because he's a wizard, right? But he does. Gotcha. So because it's a considered a knife, you take 1d6 persistent bleed. So let's just remember. And you, as long as you have the bleed, you have a five foot penalty to your movement speed. Okay. That is his entire turn. So those of you in the room just see Rolf like blink out of the corner Vec probably cries out from the other room as he just gets slashed across the chest with this key dagger. And you realize, like, although this might be a man schooled in magic, clearly his years as a serial killer have honed his hand as he just, like, cuts you across the ribs. Uh, next is the superstitious carrying golem, which... I mean, this boy is superstitious. He thinks uh, he's got to keep attacking the fixster. It's just how he rolls. I, I don't. I don't see any reason why these mindless creatures wouldn't keep attacking the thing that keeps hurting them. Mm-hmm. Figgy's uh, prone on the ground. He's basically carrying himself. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Figgy is prone. A little snack on the ground, but a natural three miss will miss him. So then another attack coming at him. Natural sixteen will hit. Yep. 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 <laughs> So you're going to take 10 points of slashing damage, and then he's going to attack one final time. Total of a 17 won't hit. Okay. Next in the order is the somber carrying golem, who is going to 
continue attacking are still somewhat frightened cat folk. That is a 29 to hit, which yes. hit, dealing 16 points of damage. Then we're going to go ahead and claw at you. And that's going to miss with a 19. And then he's going to swing for the fences here. And with a 19 on the die, does hit. That would hit, and none of my reactions will matter enough. So that does it. Oh, but min damage, six points of damage. Thank goodness. Do I need to make any fortitude saves off of any of that? Uh, You do, because you don't have full fever yet. So go ahead and make that save twice. I think you literally need a natural one. Probably. Uh, Don't jinx it. (laughs) Natural 17, natural 18. You're pretty good. Oh, very good. Pretty good against that Phil Fever effect. Okay. Mir is up next, and Mir, I think you're one of the few that can see Rolf now uh, threatening Vec. Yeah. It's just a matter of where your allegiance lies, your pet or your friend. (laughs) Vec, do you think you need me to come out there right now? Maybe not you, but somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Not this time. Not this dungeon. <laughs> I only ask because I, I I could get up there and heal. I just also would be alone. And I, I, I'm not worried about healing. Somebody just needs to take his attention off me because okay. otherwise I'm just going to get slaughtered this turn. Well, I know that I am the top and then everyone else goes after me at this <laughs> point. So I do think I am going to... Uh, cast kind of from the ground. I've still not stood up. I have my I have my weapon though, at least, so that's cool. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna cast though from the ground. I'm gonna cast organ sight on uh, him, and with that, I'm going to immediately go ahead and take a medicine check as a recall knowledge, uh, kind of for free here, as that's part of this organ sight. So what's happening right now is I get a plus two circumstance bonus on medicine checks against this target uh, that depend on organs. So I am actually looking through his skin and looking at his organs, trying to find vital organs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can attempt to recall knowledge check using medicine to spot and discern a, a vital organ. Um, if I succeed, then if I can hit him with piercing or slashing, well, guess what? A bow does piercing to the target with a strike or a spell. I deal an additional 46 precision damage. Um, and on each of my subsequent turns, I can continue to do this as it does last for 10 full rounds. So I'm trying to see if this will be able to, I can maybe take attention by trying to hit him, but also uh, this will allow me to do some damage potentially for longer term. So. Okay, so this is... Uh what what DC is this knowledge against? Is it like a does it have anything in a, there? It's a recall knowledge against the creature. Okay, so it's not. But I use medicine. It's not counted as like a lore. Uh, no, because if I have the lore skill appropriate to creature, I can use that skill instead of medicine. Okay, and you get a plus two to it. I do, yes. So I have a plus twenty to this roll, and I got a seventeen on it. Wow, you just hit it. Oh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, one question. This is what allows me to do for 46 of additional damage. Yes, so you succeed that, you get to do the additional damage when you, if you hit him. Right. I don't, I didn't know I get, I don't, I didn't know I actually got a question. I thought I was- It acts like a knowledge check, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's a special recall knowledge check to spot and discern a vital organ. Yeah. So that's why I didn't think I could to ask a question to. If, if it didn't act as recall knowledge, they would just say like the, the DC of the creature or something like that, or, you know. Yeah, I, I don't see why it, okay. why it would like do, reference. Do you guys have the, a question that you want? 
This is on the Golem or Rolf or Rolf. Rolf. Hmm. Just didn't expect uh, yeah. <laughs> it to be really? so high, and I did not expect to have to ask questions about him. You know what's cool? He's a necromancer. You know, mm-hmm. that's the school of knowledge he employs. He probably doesn't have any resistances or weaknesses at all. Can you tell us something cool? Yeah. Helpful. <laughs> um, I mean, okay, based off of looking at him, you think fortitude's as weak as save. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Based on his organs, they look frail compared to the, the rest <laughs> of him. All right. And then um, because I cast that spell and then I, when I cast it, I get to immediately do that. I am going to try and attack. Even though I'm on the ground, I know this uh, very rare chance of me hitting. It's something I kind of have to do. I set, I did this. I did this spell so that I can go up and start attacking as well with the war razor and be like close and stuff. But this is kind of what I feel like makes sense at this point. I'm sorry, Vec, that I could not get up there. No, you're good. Uh, that's a three on the die, so that was horrible. Um, and then Figgy is going to uh, act on his own and probably again claw out a very similar vibe here as far as like it's an animal. Sure. Um. <laughs> So, gonna claw at this same superstitious golem. <laughs> and that's a 13 on the die for a 23. That is a successful hit. All right, damage there is gonna be uh, nine points of slashing damage. Okay. This whole beat, this whole dying and going on the ground thing has really delayed a lot of my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Beck. Dying is, is an inconvenient obstacle to do, doing the <laughs> yeah, things you want, yeah, that's for sure. Okay. Now in a room that's full of uh, corpses banging against glass, face-to-face with a necromancer, with no support but Gakin in the room, Vex Be- Be- begins to think that he's in trouble. <laughs> hmm. I think as his first action, Vex lays on hands himself. Now... Being in the moderate curse, I'm going to take a penalty to my healing. It is not a substantial penalty. Yes, this is magical healing, which I should not be able to take if it comes from another source. Because it's coming from me, I just take the penalty, but still can actually get some pretty decent healing out of it. When I do that, I'll get a little bump to my AC, sure, but also accelerating touch is going to give me a 10-foot status bonus on my movement, which means that... Vec is going to be able to heal himself a little bit and escape the room and basically run into the room that everyone's been fighting in this entire time, hanging out next to Mir. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be one action. Then who is the next hurt? Probably Mir. She's at about 50%, I think. Yes. So then he is going to cast a two action level two heal on her. Appreciate it. I got you. Yeah. Awful. 24 points of healing. That's a big help still for me. Cool. It actually gets me pretty high up because that's technically like a quarter of my health-ish. No, a third of my health. Okay. No longer in the room and healing his friend. He is like panting and still kind of hurt, but he's in a lot better shape. He's really mad, guys. He's really mad. <laughs> Someone's got to do something about him. <laughs> and that's the end of my turn. All right. Sylvie. Sylvie can actually see Rolf. Oh, sorry. Vic, you take three points of bleed and, and do your flat. flat check. 16. All right. No longer bleeding. 
Sweet. Which means your uh, penalty is, your speed penalty is gone. Awesome. Sorry, go ahead, Emily. Sylvie can see Rolf all the way past this room into the back of the zombie room, and she yells out to him, you run away like a coward, but I can catch you. And she jangles her bracelet of dashing, giving her a 10-foot bonus to her speed for one minute, and she takes two move actions, and she moves up to him, then is going to... Ooh. Hmm. She can move up to him, and then if she attempts to tumble through, she can tumble past, but if she fails, she'll be stuck and will be in a line. Uh, Sylvie and Mir would be in a line. I'm going to go for it. Uh, so Sylvie is going to attempt a tumble through. Uh, make sure you're... Well, I guess you're already sickened. Yes. Oh, oh, that's not going to do it with a 22. Ugh. To fail. Mm. So, you both are kind of healthy. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, that was all three actions. So that's where she's at. But she's threatening him. All right. Diego. I think Diego's going to try to keep soloing this uh, carrion golem. All right. But maybe the most prudent thing is to try... Well, no, these things probably have really high fortitude. I was going to say I try to trip this first and then hit it. But uh, Mala doesn't even have the trip trait, so I can't do that. All right. Here come some strikes. That is a 26 to hit. 26 hits. Great. Some good damage. 33 points of bludgeoning and negative. Awesome. Us. All right. Seems to take none of the negative. Okay. And less than you thought of the bludgeoning. Okay. Oh, really? A slashing only? <laughs> yeah. Next attack. 12 on the die goes to a 23. 23 hits. Good. Getting some damage through at least here. Good damage on this roll. 34 total before the reductions. Although it does less than you thought, it does take the carrying golem down. Yay. Yes. We need to get rid of something. So now with with those gone, Diego has 30 feet of movement. Diego's going to go. He's going to move up and over to be five feet north of the golem that Figgy is next to. Okay. He will take some uh, damage. Once once you move off of his uh, turn, he should take damage automatically. And obviously for you, you don't don't have a... There's no recovery check. Recovery check. It's just... You now have six more rounds of it. He has nine. He takes nine more negative damage. Okay, it is Rolf's turn. Hmm. Rolf is going to take a step. He's going to attack Sylvie with his dagger. Sylvie is going to nimble dodge. Okay. Uh, with your nimble dodge, I oh, assume that, uh, that does hit. not hit. Thank goodness I nimble dodged. Well done. And this will provoke Sylvie. Rolf opens the double door and shouts into the room. Uh, Well, we've got a group of intruders in here. My father's killers, actually. Come in here and take them out. Let's do your AOO before uh, before we wrap this up. I wish I could, but I just nimble dodged. (laughs) Oh, you nimble dodged. No AOO. And, uh... I think we'll continue the curse campaign next time. Uh, We're all going to die. I'm so tapped on stuff. (laughs) 
The Bestow Curse Podcast is a Hideous Laughter Productions show. Hideous Laughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Curse of the Crimson Throne is copyright 2016. Curse of the Crimson Throne and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are properties of Paizo Incorporated and used with permission.